Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B, back for episode six of the Tea with Queen B. Of course, y'all know I got my right hand hitting with me, the motherfucking goddess. You said it correctly, thank you. Hi, guys. It was that little clip of P-Valley that I watched. (laughs) You had to, okay. If that's what you need to do to get my name right. Back in the... Do what you got to do. Back in the in the groove. Yes, because I was desperate, y'all. I started P-Valley all over again. Do you know when the new season coming out? I don't. I know that. I saw they were doing like a casting for it or something like that. But, yeah. I don't know. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Um, I'm fighting with the dog right now because she is being very naughty. Bianca, you still got the um the diamonds on your nails. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. I added some accessories, you know, to my nails or whatever. But, yes, y'all, we back again for another episode. This week, y'all, it's so much to catch up on and talk about. This is mainly a current events episode. And, you know, just catching up on all the teas and, you know, whatever's been going on. It's just, as I'm reading and I'm taking my notes, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's just so much that I need to talk about. I'm, look, it's just a lot going on, Okay. So, I guess we'll get started by asking how your week has been going, Amber. Um, How has my week been going? Um, Basically, I'm just busy with work. I'm not doing nothing special. I haven't been anywhere. I'm saving it for my birthday, basically. So, I'm just, you know, focused on the bag right now. Correct, correct. I haven't really been watching too much because it seems like, um, you know, I'm a little behind on some shit. Yeah. You haven't really been in a TV mood, huh? No, and you watched movies and everything that I haven't exactly and usually you know you you stay afloat on those things so y'all I haven't been doing anything I am getting myself prepared to have knee surgery I don't know if I talked about this yet on the show I don't don't know if you did but I've had knee problems for a really long time I've had a couple of surgeries and now we're at this point where a partial knee replacement is my only option to you know give me some relief and, you know, hopefully your girl can, you know, twerk in some heels in a good six months, you know? <laughs> I mean, be able to put on a little shoe. Yeah, because this is a big one. This uh, It's a partial knee partial replacement. replacement. Because the other surgeries was what? Yeah, they're like, they were just like scoping it out, cleaning it out, you I know. I just don't understand what the purpose of the other ones was. You need to fucked up. Right, exactly. And, you know, they talk about how I'm like really young and, you know, this is young to have a partial knee replacement, but... The damage to my knee is significant enough that they have no choice at this point. There's no other option. So, my family, I'm going to just say, that is definitely a bloodline thing because all the uh-uh, women, don't put that up on me. Look, I'm not trying to put it on you, girl. Don't put that up on me. All the my, older women. My baby needs still work. Yeah, exactly. You can still, you know, bust it. But me, I really, <laughs> I really can't bust too much of nothing. So, uh, I'm good for one dip. You feel me? I'm good for when the drinks get the flowing and I'm feeling at, at my at my peak. That's when you're gonna get my one bit. two dips. Be so up the next day. 
Right now, y'all, um, the dog is currently locked in the room because she's being <laughs> naughty. And she sounds like Rambo trying to <gasps> break down the door, even though she's only four-something pounds, whatever. So, we're going to jump right into the history of this week because we have a current event catch-up going on. We're going to jump right in. Um... On February 11th, 1990, Nelson Mandela was released from prison after doing 27 years. Wow. And, you know, this is, um, you know, of course, this is last week, but I'm, you know, catching up. But um, 27 years, first of all, is, is a long time to do when you're literally just fighting for your people. Mm-hmm. That's number one. That's fucking crazy. Insane. Number two... I didn't realize Nelson Mandela was locked up that long. And I don't know why. I don't this is one of the things that has, you know, slipped my mind. I'm a very intelligent person, but this is not on my, you know, in my memory that he was locked up for that long. Like mm-hmm. that's a long ass time. Basically just fighting for what you believe in. And the only reason why he was released from prison was because there was a growing, you know, domestic and international pressure from all of these, you know, people were rioting and marching and all of that, you know, to free this man. So they, uh, South Africa was really in fear of racial civil war. So the president at the time, who was F.W. de Klerk, decided to release Mandela from prison and this even though it was in 1990 after you know decades of you know dealing with apartheid and everything it's still so relevant right now as to where we are in our everything we have going on that you know a racial civil war is something that is could possibly happen that people are not above fighting for, you know, what they believe in and tensions getting so high that people feel like they have no other choice, you know, fight or flight. Mm-hmm. So that's that was super relevant to me. And, you know, shout out to, you know, Nelson Mandela. All, all I kept thinking about when I was reading was Serafina. Freedom is coming tomorrow. Had my finger in the air. Unbelievable. <laughs> but when I put my finger in the air, when I'm singing, it's a problem. <laughs> it was part of the crap. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all, that's the history for the day. We're going to take a quick break so we can jump right on into the show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Jumping right back on in. Of course, I always like to talk to y'all about like what I've been watching on TV and everything. I really have nothing to do during the day. I'm really, 
you know, kind of in my own zone. Sometimes I paint. Sometimes I'm, you know, looking through magazines. I did get to thrift a little bit uh, this week, which made me really happy. I'm jealous about that. Every time you go thrift, I'm nowhere around. I know. And you know what? It was last minute. Lamont hit me up and was like, let's go thrifting. And, you know, on Mondays, it's 25% off at Value Village. So we have to go on a Monday. So we need to put that in your pocketbook, you know, so you can. You know one of that, that those little scarves that you wore to Vegas that I found one in pink? Did you? So I got it. It was $4.99 with 25% off. Yes, wow. yes, yes. So, yeah, I haven't really been doing much. I'm trying to, you know, get better at, you know, finding a hobby, something that I like to do. I'm going to be down for a little while trying to get my life back in order and, you know, eat a little healthier, shed some pounds, all that, blah, 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 blah. So, of course, I know I'm always watching something good on Netflix or, you know, Prime, whatever. I started watching, I finished it, Buried by the Bernards. I didn't finish it yet. I finished it. And if you haven't seen the show yet, it's basically a family, a black family who own a funeral home in, where are they? In, um, oh my gosh, where are they located? I want to say, oh, Memphis. They're in Memphis, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, the, the business is a fairly new business. It was started in like 2017, but it's basically the shenanigans that go on with this family at the funeral home. Now, I have heard mixed reviews about Buried by the Bernards because some people feel like it's not reverencing death in the way that we as an American society view death. Mm -hmm. In terms of this solemn, you know, respectful event, you know, that should be, you know treated accordingly Mm -hmm. but you know they were like some people I saw some comments about people talking about how you know they were like laughing over dead bodies and like caskets and you know like being funny at a time when you know it wasn't you know meant to be funny or whatever and I don't want too sensitive these aren't people that they this is their job right it's their job I think it was one particular scene where they were in the funeral parlor talking amongst themselves, but there was actually a woman in a casket that was open and her face had been blurred out. Mm-hmm. And they were in the funeral parlor talking about something but had a little cackle. And <laughs> what are you supposed to only have serious conversation because a dead body's right there. They see dead bodies every day. This is their job. Like, was it only supposed to be an intense, serious conversation because right. a dead body is in the room? Right. And there were uh, parts where, you know, the uncle who was really funny, his name was Kevin, I think, Uncle Kevin, so funny, He where he was talking about, you know, I've seen people's heads blown off, maggots, you know, decomposed bodies. I've seen it all. And, you know, they talk so openly about it that, There are comments where some people were offended saying that, you know, in this delicate time with all this death going on around us. And the same thing you said, like, these are these people's jobs. (laughs) And it's a reality. If that's their reality, like, I'm confused. Yeah, exactly. You know, the cameras was rolling, but obviously this is how they operate. Yeah. And honestly, I, I didn't, I didn't think they were trying to put a funny spin on death or anything. This is literally their life and they're just 
taking you through the motions of their life around their business like anybody else. Mm-hmm. They're apparently famous for the drive-through funeral, the drive-through viewing. So they have like the casket was like up to like a window, and you could drive. That's weird as up. well. It is. It's pretty weird, but. Also, I understand in times like these where they're probably making guap right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're probably making hella coin. Because you can't see your loved ones and with the funeral and COVID and all that. Like, mm-hmm. they're probably making bread. And they're really cheap. So, look. Y'all go ahead and send me down to Bury by the Bernard. Shut up. <laughs> Another, um movie that I recently watched Amber has yet to watch it she says is Judas what's it called? Judas and the Messiah Judas you and the Black Messiah got it yeah that escaped my mind for a second but how was it? it was phenomenal it brought up a lot of emotions the movie is uh, based on a true story of uh, FBI informant who basically was told either you infiltrate the Black Panthers organization or you go to jail. And so the movie just goes through the ups and downs of him, you know, not blowing his cover, him getting into deep, you know, just all the things that transpire around it. And it is based on a true story. I, I probably watched tonight. Yeah. And... I was talking about this with my girlfriend and I was saying, you know, had this been around that time, you know, the early 60s and I had been, you know, at that prime age, I said college years, about, you know, 21, 22, my black ass probably would have been right up there with the Black Panthers. Wearing all black with a raspberry beret to the side. <laughs> you think so? Saying fight the goddamn power. Yeah, because it was just so, it was so much emotion, you know. And they, they they depicted, you know, some things that happened in the movie, you know, as far as, you know, Martin Luther King being assassinated and just the reaction of everybody around it. Like, it was just crazy. It felt so powerful. And, like, at that time, like, if you weren't part of the movement, it felt like, what what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because this was like a huge movement. So, definitely if you haven't watched that, um, it is a great watch from top to bottom. I had a great time watching it. It did make me feel a lot of emotions, uh, you know, considering, like, what would I do if I was in that situation? Would I you know, infiltrate a secret society to save my life? Right. But that's turning on your people and, you know, all this. Oh, my God. It was a lot, y'all. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy. Please watch it, Amber. It was, it was so good. I'm definitely going to watch. So, jumping into, like, the current events and things that have been happening this week, I believe that I missed this in the last episode, talking about the acquittal of Cheeto Head. Did I talk about that? I think I talked about that. I don't know if I did. I thought the last we talked was... When the impeachment stuff was going on. Right. Okay. So they did acquit him. And automatically, I couldn't think about anything but the oppression of our own people. And 
how this uh, how this decision solidifies in so many ways that all of these things that these radicals did, these proud boys, these you know, far writers and everything, that it was okay. Mm-hmm. That it was okay for them. And, you know, upon his acquittal, you would probably be surprised at how many of the motherfuckers ain't even locked up no more. Right. And facing no charges. Because if you can acquit the former president, mm-hmm. then why am I locked up? Right. right. You know? And it, 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 if there was no justice, there was no... You know, this was seen nationwide. You know, a breach of a federal government building. You know, an important building, an important time, and nothing happened. I'm not even surprised. Nothing happened. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised to see it play out, you know, in real fucking life. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like... In my jazz voice. Like, what? how? And it really pissed me off because, you know, not only, you know, for black people, because it basically said, fuck you, we're better than you, we can pull shit like this off, and you could never. Mm-hmm. And it also, to me, showed the rest of the world that, once again, the U.S. is a joke, and sooner or later, you know, they're going to be coming for our heads in some type of way, whether that be attacking our economy you know, not wanting to do business with us or whatever the fucking case may be. It's just like, why not? Right. <laughs> right. Why not? That definitely just set the tone. Correct. Like, I mean, that's just how it's been his whole presidency. So it's like, just like with him openly, you know, being racist. Like, exactly. everyone feels more open to, exactly. to acting like that because, come on, this is the president of the United States. Correct. If he can say... This wild stuff out of his mouth, like, why not? That's why everybody off the chain now. Exactly. Because he set the tone a long time ago. A long time ago. And, you know, it just proves privilege time and time again. I was also talking about, but this is kind of connected to that. A black couple, um, Paul and Tanisha Austin, were selling their home. And their home appraised for, like, nine eighty nine or something like that. And... They felt like they were being lowballed because they had put almost $400,000 worth of renovation into the home. Mm-hmm. And they took it upon themselves to take action. And one of their friends, who happened to be a white woman, posed as the buyer. And their home retail, I mean, um, appraised for 50% higher than what That's they were offered. 50%. $1.5 million over this 989 that you tried to lowball these people. That is so trifling. And apparently the realtor was an older white woman and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. These The home was beautiful. I think they were in, where were they? Were they in California? I think so. But the, the home was beautiful. They had all these renovations. Like, I mean, it was nice. I mean, the fact that their home could even appraise for a million dollars is speaking enough in and of itself. So why lowball these people? And it literally was based on them being black. Period. That is so crazy. That, I mean, there's no way you cannot, and I'm pretty sure she probably tried to slice it every which way and, Mm -hmm. you know, say that 
it wasn't like that and that's what can you really say about. though what explanation what? can you really give you literally lowballed the fuck out of these people because they were a black family husband wife kids obviously successful like these are i mean i'm just it baffled me mm-hmm. but again when i want to be surprised i can't be surprised because nothing surprises me now. Yeah. Nothing. The the in the last year, everything that has taken place, it's just no way you can just be surprised with anything. I mean, from from COVID to stuff with Cheeto Head, the Capitol was really the icing on the cake for really? me. Like now, not anything goes. Anything. at this point, it's all possible. Anything goes. Like sad, 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 sad. And I don't know what the uh, the catalyst for change will actually be. If at any point, will this just get worse and worse and worse? Will this come to a head? I would love to see, you know, where we were going to be in 10 years. You know, it's just I feel like we're at getting to this boiling point. And if nothing happens, where? Doom. <laughs> <laughs> some sound effects. Seriously, doom. They were going right there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? But I'm glad that they were clever enough to go ahead and just see. You know, prove prove me wrong, please. Mm-hmm. Prove me wrong. Let me send Sally in there to get my home appraised, and we'll see. You know what is hitting on. But you know, I mean, I'm just taking notes at this point because if, they, if that's what's going on, yeah. You know, let me know if I ever want to sell my house. Listen, look, I'm sending somebody. Right. There, there's a there's a Becky that will just you know if that's what it is. That's okay. what it's going to be. Noted, Shit. noted exactly. Now tell me how to beat the system. Thank you. Um. Oh wow, yeah, that was crazy. Um. Also, following up from last week, we talked about Gorilla Girl. Tasika Brown, whatever her name is. I had a crazy. Homegirl got a whole agent. A whole agent. And this is an agent to the stars. A agent that works with, um, you know, some reputable artists and celebrities and, you know, socialites. What do you plan to do, Tessica? I'm just confused. Like, Wait, the situation's You over. keep calling her Tessica and I keep calling her Tasika. Oh, it's not Tessica? <laughs> Cause it looks like Jessica. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's Tasika. Oh my god, what a mess! Look, I don't <laughs> Tessica Tasika, whatever fuck your name is. I've been calling her crazy ass between them lashes and the um the contacts and the ball jazz. I just it's giving crazy ass. So she was in the news in the media, walking from her home, I guess, wearing a sweatshirt. With her likeness on it, with the ponytail, and apparently they're for sale. I saw that she has merch now. She has merch. I saw that she has the merch, but in the video she was like, you know, I'm not here for that. I really just came to the internet looking for help on what products to put in my hair to get rid of the glue. I'm not for the clout and none of that. And then the next day I saw you had shirts and sweaters. And you're popping up with a hoe ass agent now. I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. If you wanna, you know what I'm saying, sell some little t-shirts and shit like that, might as well go ahead and do it before somebody beat you to it. But yeah. I'm just curious with the agents about like where are you going from there? That's like, what I'm how saying. long are you gonna be able to sell 
Gorilla Glue t-shirts and shit. I, like, mm-hmm. I told you it's going to be like some, some, maybe she's going to endorse, you know, uh, a miracle drop. Are you going to, I'm curious. I just, I just want to know, you know, for doing some dumb ass shit. It's ridiculous. You done came up. All the way up. I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong lane. I'm in the wrong lane. Look, I'm going to my hair down, but so bouncing off of that, now we've seen all of this Gorilla Glue I've seen weed with Gorilla Glue with her face on the packages. Yes. Talking about this, that, this, that sticky, sticky smack. Of course, that's fucking hilarious. I've seen, um, I've seen anti, you know, Gorilla, oh, don't, you don't need to use Gorilla Glue, use my product. You know right. what I'm saying? I've seen so much shit, but the dumbest shit I've seen is Clout Chasing 101, which we just talked about last week. Some little white boy, presumably a rainbow white boy, is on social media, literally sprayed his hair down with Gorilla Glue, and came smack out and said, I have a GoFundMe, (laughs) please help me get this out of my head. They didn't put shea butter, all types of shit, he brushing his hair, I mean, you know damn well. That, that that shit is not coming out your head. Corny, fucking corny. Like, he didn't even he didn't even style it, Amber. He just sprayed it in there and started trying to comb it through, and now boot stuck helmet. Like somebody's supposed to feel sorry. Why do you have a GoFundMe, jackass? Because we just went through this whole thing with Tessica Tessica. Oh my god, exactly. Like I, I'm just I'm, I'm so confused here. Like. How much money are you really going to raise at this point? And you could trip, but see, but you know what's so fucking crazy is that white folks don't hear about our shit. That's true. That white, I'm telling you, black Twitter, the black social media, what but, you... But she was on TMZ, though. She they was that. She was on TMZ, but the, the media that we consume ain't the media that everybody else consumes. I'm curious to see how much money he's going to raise. Like, why would you sit up there and do that? Why? Like, why it's just corny it's it's so fucking corny like oh my gosh pasta elote bitch like (laughs) on my nerves i was just like wow did he really do that like mm, look tisica tessica jessica whatever look your name is you just started some shit i'm irritated with the internet at this point yes like disgusting i'm over it oh my gosh and you know, at this point, look, the dog is beating up the door. At this point, <laughs> I'm getting rid of her. Anybody want a Yorkie? Oh my gosh, Amber's dog has been a little naughty these past couple days. The fuck did I do to her? <laughs> this is the most spoiled love dog y'all will ever find. Like she eats better than most people. Like, like you're fucking ungrateful. At <laughs> great point, I fed you salmon last night, ho. <laughs> Funny. Going on, um, in other news, I saw this on like a Baltimore Hood news page, y'all. It was juicy. So, some um makeup artist, a girl posted a picture and said, "Imagine being on vacation, looking like this." Her eyes were swollen shut. Her eyebrows were caked over with like bumps all over them, and apparently, she had got her eyebrows done. First of all, the bitch work at the kiosk in the motherfucking middle of social security oh, of security mall. I say social security, security mall in Baltimore. That's how you know I'm not from Baltimore. Security mall at the kiosk using clippers on bitches' eyebrows and calling herself the queen of makeup. 
queen of makeup? What they got to do with makeup? She do makeup too? I, I don't know. I just, I don't know if she caught herself doing microblade or whatever. So if, she, if you want to come get slain by the queen, come to whatever the fuck kiosk she said in security mall. Her name was like Star or some shit. So several women posted. I mean, this girl, because she had herpes over her eye. Like the, the bumps. Fuck? were so intense and everybody was saying like oh she probably used bad brushes oh um God. dirty brushes no you were using clippers and you're not properly cleaning your fucking clippers using them on multiple people that's so disgusting it's so nasty so it's, she apparently made it to TMZ and instead of her doing the right thing and apologizing, she went on a live on Instagram and basically cursed everybody out under the sun and said, F y'all, F this. I'm um I know what I do. Y'all trying to slander my name and this and that. I mean, baby girl has zero remorse. Oh my god. And these these ladies were looking like literally they needed like monostat on their eyes or whatever the fuck you use. The shit was crazy. So it was just bad, bad, bad. How you fucking bad people publicity. face and you and you come out going off like yeah. they did something to you? She came out swinging, bitch. She came out face looking crazy. Mm-hmm. It was looking real bad. I, I wish I. Uh, I hope she gets sued. Look, I told them they, they need to sue. So uh, there were a bunch of comments under the uh, post, and people were basically saying like. Why would you stay on vacation with your eyes looking like that? Why didn't you go to the ER? You know, kind of not making it her fault, but, you know, telling her, you know, why would you get your makeup done at a kiosk in the mall anyway? And that's what people do, okay? There are still regular fucking people in this world who sit at the mat counter or go to the Flory Roberts or whatever the fuck. you don't expect. So anything like that to happen. Yeah, you should expect them to have some... You're in the mall. You have to have some sort of license or something like that. I mean, if they going like that, then bitch, sign me up. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she was still, you know, promoting herself, saying, come come to Security Mall. You know where we at. I mean, Ain't she Ain't no was, fucking way. I will be in hiding. Yeah, she was stuck as bone. They could, somebody, they, look, get together and jump your ass. Correct. Right in the middle of the mall. Correct. In the middle of security mall, okay? Where everybody used to go get their little pictures done at. Hmm. Yeah, y'all, you gotta stay safe. Look, if you're gonna get your makeup done or, you know, whatever, just make sure, you know, you're looking at this artist's work or they're, you know, a reputable artist, do your homework. Whew, all that good stuff. Um, in other news, Texas is still going through the most my heart goes out to these millions of people who are without power running water i mean it's a lot going on in texas right now yeah i definitely wouldn't expect that from texas for some reason they don't get snow i've never heard of you know maybe a light dusting or something like that how they get more snow than us Right. Well, I guess whatever the trajectory of the storm, they were saying, like, Maine and stuff has snow, but I guess, like, it just went around right around us. So, um, Texas is still having below freezing conditions. I'm talking about many, um, we don't go through this here because we have a lot of underground wiring, maybe because of the weather. I know personally that my neighborhood's grid is underground. 
which is why we never lose power. Like, never lose power. But there are other states and places that are not prepared for weather like that. So they don't have to, you know, take those precautions, you know, maybe to have underground electrical or, you know, whatever the case may be. I don't know. But I've been seeing people's roofs caved in on TikTok. I'm watching... I mean, water downpouring in every room of their house. Wow. Ruining everything in their house. If you don't have renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance, whatever, I don't care if you just rent in your little one-bedroom, whatever. You need some renter's insurance. Most uh, apartments make you have it anyway, but if you don't, go ahead and get you some, okay? Okay? Okay. But it's really sad because... um they have no way to basically deal with all these people. They said something like a hundred million people or something. A hundred, I don't even know how many people without power. Like, That's nuts. And when was this? Wasn't this like days ago? This was days ago, but the weather has not let up for them. So I was reading an article about one of the um, mayors. Uh, he's the mayor of Colorado City in Texas and basically wrote a full out letter stating why he was not responsible or the city was not responsible. Let me let me just step in here with me for about two minutes so I can read this shit to y'all. Tim Boyd, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and ca- the city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing, in caps. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal without and think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power, because you're lazy, is direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. What the fuck? It goes on. I didn't even get into the, 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 the grit of it, y'all. But this is coming from an actual mayor's mouth. Like... He basically said, fuck y'all. In so many words, he literally could have just wrote in caps, fuck y'all, every man for themselves. Basically, sum it up. Sum, sum it up, sir. Are you going to drag it on? Like, are you serious? What do you mean that it's not their responsibility? Like, a handout? These people don't got water. They rules is caved in. What do you mean? Exactly. Looking for a handout. And I'm saying, you're talking about people who pay for the electricity. Right. You pay to rely on the power company restoring power where there is no power. That's their job. That's what they get paid for. Go to hell, sir. Not only that, do you forget how you're a public servant? How do you get paid? With our money. Oh. So, it, it, it really, I mean, I'm telling you, the comments went crazy his name is tim ford and he is the mayor of colorado city texas and basically if you live there y'all need to go ahead and get to y'all local news and whatever way y'all can yeah look 
look, it's a lot going on in Texas right now. People don't have cell phone service. It's just crazy. And you know, this is why I told y'all I needed to buy walkie talkies. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my God. They work Who up to. Who is going to have the other walkie talkie? Like Amber, they work up to 80 miles. But who do you want to have the other walkie talkie? You would have one. I would have one. Javon would have one. But, you know, like a family emergency system, daddy, you know, in case we got to get on there and break a break a one nine with your location. <laughs> okay, Beyonce. Look, okay. We'll go ahead and get walkie-talkie. Look, let me tell y'all, when that earthquake happened, I will never forget this. I was at home with my knee. It was 2011 <laughs> because I had just had knee surgery. Nobody was home. Everybody, I don't think, Amber, think you had moved out. Javon, I don't know where he was at. Mom, she was at work. And here I am on crutches, propped up on the ice machine, and the whole house started shaking. <laughs> and after that, you should have seen me running down the goddamn steps on one knee, hobbling with the goddamn crutches, oh trying to get outside God. for cover because the house was shaking. <laughs> my cell phone did not work for about two hours after. That. Oh my god. With the walkie talkie, you would have known that was okay. Okay, so they're gonna be charged up for how long? These walkie talkies? I, I don't, uh, uh, I think battery operated is the ticket. I think. Look, with my finger on my. Okay, we'll get walkie talkies. Anyway, my heart really goes out to the people that's in Texas because it's so bad that they don't have enough emergency services and. People are, I'm, I'm seeing people on my timeline even who are going to hotels and the hotels are losing power. Mm. So it's really, really bad. Like they're to the point now where Texas has mandated rolling blackouts just to try and get electricity to certain parts of the city, you know, of the, of the you know, stay at the same, you know, time. Mm. Like that shit is crazy. Mm. And we're supposed to get some snow tomorrow think but mm-hmm. nothing like that and you know thank goodness we're in a place that has weather preparedness for you know you know inclement weather and the snow and all of that because you know places like you know Atlanta you know Texas when it does any type of freezing precipitation they're not ready for that shit yeah that happened so it was Atlanta the first time it was Atlanta the first time it was autumn car accidents two inches of snow Two inches of snow shut Atlanta down for like a week. Wasn't a big um accident in Texas? Wasn't it? Yeah, one hundred and thirty-three cars. That's I, and nuts. I was like watching footage of like big ass FedEx trucks just slamming into the. Oh I mean, God. just and you know, seeing people just helpless, you know, sliding down the road, having no choice but to slam into 18 wheelers. Imagine being at the front of that and you just keep getting slammed, 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 slammed. Like, they said it was like nine people that died and um, Texas overall has had 11 deaths due to the weather, just the weather. And, you know... It's just, it's really bad. It's really bad. Really, really bad. Count your blessings. If you're warm, you're at home, and you're able to watch your TV and cook your food and all that. This is why I got to have a gas stove. Mm-hmm. I have a gas stove, okay? Because my oven would be open, and I would be fitting whoever I could up in my house 
to keep them warm. There was a, a, a death, a mother and daughter died of carbon monoxide um, poisoning in their car trying to stay warm. It's just, y'all, be safe out there. Mm. Try to. Yeah, try to anyway. Um, locally, uh, there's been a lot of violence going on, I'll say, in D.C. A lot it was of, quiet for a little while. It was. It was quiet for a little while. And there's just been an uptick in violence in general. Yeah, because the city was going crazy. Like, going into the winter, it was it was wild out there. But you weren't hearing um, as much. But recently, a young girl, 18 years old, by the name of Sierra Young, was gunned down in Southeast, I believe, in a car. And they are saying that this is due to road rage. Wow. Is it that deep? Is it ever that fucking deep? Wow. Road rage. 18 years old. Beautiful young girl, too. I mean, really pretty. And apparently she was found in the car, you know, around sometime in the evening. And pronounced dead over road rage. What? I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe I that. The whole story. But yeah. I do because, I mean, I know people personally who, you know, pull over to fight in road rage. So I believe that. And that's why I don't like that. Think about it. A nigga done died over the line at Popeye. So I believe that. Exactly. And that's why I be telling people all the time you don't know the temperament of the person in the car behind you, in front of you, next to you. You don't know. Like, my girl, like, she is the worst when she's driving like she feels like she always has to get somebody back like Mm -mm. and i be telling her all the time like yes baby put you on blast like you know if you cut her off she just like you know feels some type of way personally and you can't take that shit personally (laughs) because it's just you don't know this person they could be mental you don't fucking know And that's all I need is to be a goddamn story on the news that I done got murked on a highway because a motherfucker was mad that I was driving slow or something. Like, or that I accidentally cut them. It could have been an accident. Maybe they couldn't really be seen. Like, come on, y'all. Come on. So, upon reading um, about this tragic death that happened to this young girl, I read another article that was saying that violence against females is on the rise in the local area, in the metropolitan area, that there are more females that are being killed and, you know, getting involved and the the, 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 the hood bitch and me just want to say, look, y'all, everybody ain't gangsta, okay? <laughs> y'all too busy trying to live that motherfucking thug life and them streets ain't for everybody, Okay? And that's some real shit. The streets ain't for everybody. Y'all think that shit is cute? And it's not. I ain't saying that, you know, I ain't ran the streets and did what I did or whatever. But at the same time, know your limits. Know yourself. And mainly stay out of fucking harm's way. Like, come on, bitch. No, we got it. <laughs> I mean, I hope it ain't over no nigga. No, I hope not. I really hope not. But I'm usually it, it really does. I mean, that girl, that young girl that got killed over the summer, and it was the baby mama beefing with the new girlfriend, and it was just a whole... I don't know why, because these things ain't shit, so... But hoes and tricks. Per, per, per. So, yeah. Um, definitely keep your head on a swivel, no matter where you at. 
you just never really know, do you? Mm. Um, following up again this week, I've been seeing a lot of this post and talk about manifesting, you know, your man, this whole B. Simone thing, and how, you know, she manifested a man and, you know, writing down a list of all the things that you want in a man and all the things that he should want in you and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Look. What are your thoughts about it, Amber? Look. I'm not manifesting no man. Like, that's just not how I operate. <laughs> no what? What's for me is going to be for me. I'm not making no list of what I want a man and all that other shit. I, that's just not me personally. Sounds a little pressed. I... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sitting here, Lord, manifesting no man. Like, I'm young. Maybe if I was, like, older and, you know, a loner, maybe over 50. Well, yeah, that's I not what you're... I might manifest a man, but necessarily I'm turning 32. And it's, I'm not sitting here manifesting. I just, I just don't know. I just don't see why a, a young girl is out here making a list and praying to sweet baby Jesus. Chugging it twice. Z, like... Establish yourself. Like, that's what you should be doing right now. Well, I'm not manifesting no man. For some people, I would say 30, early 30s is kind of when they start establishing their, you know, family and this and that and the third. That's part of society's pressure that you should, you know, be in a certain stage in life. And you got to think some of these women want kids and you know Beast Mom doesn't have kids or does she who knows Mm -mm. but she doesn't have kids and um you know she's doing her own thing y'all I don't know what be happening every time we go to record an episode my mother calls in the middle of the episode she wants to shout out so bad hi mom hey mom Angela I think you need to tell her before we record because she literally interrupts us yeah, I do. I definitely need to look. Because she stalks you. She don't call my phone like that. Exactly. Mom, you know better. <laughs> Every episode. It can be the daytime. It can be the nighttime. My mama gonna call this phone. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about the whole, you know, the whole manifesting thing. And I was just saying that, like, So you think women, the early 30s is a time you should be manifesting a man? I mean, if that's what your heart desires at that time, I don't know if I want to call it manifesting, but when you're writing something down on paper, it makes it more tangible for you and, like, you can, like, see what it is you're really looking for in a partner. And that kind of goes into people who are into, like, journaling. And I feel like some people, it just don't happen like that. Like, you just... That's the last thing I'm writing down is something about... (laughs) The man that I'm <laughs> looking for because number one, one thing about me, I'm not looking for shit. Well, that's it's different for you. But what if there are, you know, some women out here that like, you know, I mean, there are a lot of single girls out that feel like, you know, everything out here is trash, and that's why they feel like they can't go looking for no man because they're not ain't shit out here. You know, it's like so. Let me manifest this man with goals and <laughs> dreams and. <laughs> Ah, it's just corny to me. I don't. <laughs> Amber, you're a thuggy. You need some feelings. Ah! <laughs> I'm still trying to think that. You need therapy, I, bitch. I, I, I just think that's corny to sit and write that. I've never even thought about that. Like in my head, you know, I've just been. You had to raise to, to think. You know, what's for you is going 
gonna be for you. Right. What's gonna come to you is gonna. But I definitely write down like I've written down prayers of things. So it's not necessarily like I, I don't think it's about just a man. But I've written down things that I wanna manifest in my life, like goals. Like if a nigga is your goal, then put him on your list of goals. True. But she was talking a whole breakdown about what to look for and oh, what I need, what I need to do with myself so that I match the guy that I'm looking for. To me, that's just a bit much. But teach. I mean, and in some ways, I feel like it is because you done already made up a list of the shit that the nigga want before you even found out who he is. Right. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't laid it out and fed it with a spoon. I yeah. mean. I'm not making no list of nothing. Because for real, for real, on some real lot, on some real nigga shit, if a nigga came to you with a certified list, you would be mad as fuck. Mad as shit. <laughs> the fuck you mean I gotta have a French tip on my toenails every two weeks? You gotta be messed up. Bitch, if a nigga came at you and said you had to have a 730 credit score to be with him at XYZ, you would be like, nigga, I wash your dirty draw. Right. You feel me? So it's a give and take thing and I understood, you know, what they were saying. But, you know, at the same time, it's like it's never new under the sun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, common sense ain't that common, they say. But, of course, you know, being equally yoked with somebody historically is what society has done in a caste system. If you are a goddamn builder, welder, a sculptor, then guess what? You gonna get married off to a family of goddamn builders and welders and, and whatever the fuck. If your family is royal, then you marry into a royal fucking family. Like, the 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 give and take and what you should have and marrying equally is nothing new. Yeah, because the flip side of that, um, what she spoke on was um, these women or, you know, men that require all these things of someone and they basically ain't match matching it. Right. You ain't got shit. Um what did she what was some of the things she was saying? She was saying uh, I don't know. A bunch of a bunch of bullshit. She said something about uh nigga don't call their mama or something like that. Right. Get it, healing you wanna, your trauma. You want a family you want a uh you want a family man but you don't even talk to your mama or and guess what? There are you can't what it what you know, I just feel like saying stuff like that is just it's all so circumstantial. Like, what if, you know, it's better for my own trauma that I don't speak to my mother? What if I was abused by my mother? What if, you know, family could be toxic too? What if I want to start my own family and be better for my family than my family was to me? Right. You never know what you know, and and I get it. You know, you want a family, man. You want, you know, uh, uh, we all want. Look, look. I'm gonna say it as a woman, even as a, as a lesbian woman, we all want a motherfucker to secure the bag. Okay, right. that's just like it's nothing new. Men are traditionally providers, and you know, I know women are out here on their grind and shit. But what if, what if a man is really looking for a woman to, you know, be a mother to his kids and be full-time. And I'm not saying that your dreams aren't important, but he could be looking for different things. Some of these niggas are looking for a woman that has motherly instincts and potential and all of that. Not how many businesses do you have under your belt and how much money you're making. Are you maternal? Are you... 
You know, can we hold a damn conversation? Correct. I mean, because look, it's dummies out here making money. So, right. Ronald McDonald is rich. Okay, period. So, (laughs) just saying, like, I understood the ideology of it, but you know, on the flip side, like I said, it's never new under the sun. And it's not always going to happen like that. It's not. But at the same time, you then you see people within this Hollywood circle, all y'all do is sleep with each other. Mm-hmm. Because y'all so worried about keeping things where y'all are equally yoked that y'all all just fucking each other's men's. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay? Missing out on a good Okay. Man. Okay, he might he might be the supervisor at the grocery store, okay? But he got <laughs> he got some benefits. And he's working Forex now, this okay? Why, this is why I just think, listen, why I just think it's corny and I think it's bullshit. I think everyone should have standards, but having a particular list like, oh, the man should have this, this, and that. Because you could be missing out on someone that doesn't have, you know, doesn't fit everything on your list, but is going to treat you 100% better than someone that does check off everything on your list. So what if they have everything on your little list, but they got anger issues? Shit like that. Right, right. And so, when you start the list, you don't stop the list. So, that's that's just my thing. It's like, where does the list begin and where does it end? So, I mean, I could start you on the career side of things and what I think you should be at X, Y, and Z, but mentally, you also need to be X, Y, and Z. That, that's about dating and figuring out people. That's called discernment, people. Mm-hmm. So instead of you manifesting in X, Y, and Z, you just need to ask God for some discernment because he'll put that in your spirit when it's a good person that you should be around or take a chance with or whatever but y'all don't want to have that conversation because y'all making y'all list and checking it twice like it's christmas <laughs> and i also think that um it's just a little crazy because it does depend on the person i don't think that nothing is wrong with having standards but um at the same time a man may not be looking, you know, a man may not care that you don't have all that he has in order to be in a relationship with you because, I mean, if anything, he's going to help you level up, you know. He can add to your life. Like, why does it, oh, I got to have a house, so so she got to have a house, or I drive this kind of car, so this person's drive. Like, what the fuck? It's just, it, to me, it's not realistic it's not. to find someone that has every single thing that you have. Like, yeah. a person's supposed to add to your life anyway. Right. So, me personally, I do want somebody that got some shit going on. Even if it's not, you know, if, if I ain't all the way there, right. they're probably going to help you get there. That's right. what a partnership is for. So, I just think it's a bunch of bullshit. Everybody's not an entrepreneur. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. I'm not saying, you know, you get a scrub. But everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. The world goes round because people have different jobs. (laughs) And that's just the way of the world. And I'm not saying be bummy and lower your standards. You should most definitely know your worth, know your value. But I know motherfuckers who's married to people who got money, who wives don't cook or clean. Don't at all. They securing that bag and they so worried about getting out there and getting to that money that they don't even know how to take care of their own house. Mm-hmm. Take care of their own life. Don't have kids. You so worried about securing the bag. Who mothering your children? I just, I just, I look, look. 
I see both sides. I see, like I said, know your worth. Don't accept nothing less. You know a bum-ass nigga when you see one. Correct. And that's just that on that. If you don't, then it is the way that you view the world and maybe the environment that you grew up in and the things that you see. And that's when, you know, you know, self-reflection is key. You know, working on yourself. But that's in general as a human being. And if you are truly working on yourself as a human being, then that success will come. If you have that drive to be a better person, that partner will come. You will be put in a circle naturally where you exist with other people who are like-minded with you. Mm-hmm. It's all in God's timing. I don't care what God you pray to, Allah, Buddha, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's just... it's. You you hear about that karma and timing is everything. It's not in your time. It's in the, the universe's time. Some of y'all are so busy out here on your grind, getting your business on X, Y, Z, that you should not be manifesting a man. You manifesting yourself right now, bitch. Yes. And the nigga will come. There's plenty of them. They ain't going nowhere. That's how I feel. I, I, I just can't imagine sitting here writing a list of everything that I want in a man to say to myself, okay, now what do I have to do to get to qualify man? for this man? And that's basically what she was saying. Right. Like, that's what the fuck you want to focus on? To me, I just don't focus on men like that. I don't know. I just feel like... Right, you're securing your bag is for yourself. Yeah, not and they're going to come when they're when they going to come. And I'm going to figure out if you're right for me. That's how I operate. Exactly. Because I know what I got to bring to the table and all of that. I'm not... I don't know. That's just weird shit to me. I don't think it's weird necessarily saying, you know, I want this kind of person, that kind of person, or, you know, whatever. Like I said, it's not weird to me because I do a lot of writing anyway. And You're you know, not writing that, I guarantee you. No, I'm not necessarily writing what I want in a partner, but as far as, like, you know, wanting peace in my life. That's and completely different from what I'm saying. You are not writing a list of a woman that you want all the qualities and then saying, now let me write the list of what I need to do to qualify for this woman. Right. Or she said something about all, or, or you need to write a list next to that to all the things that you should have next to whatever the fuck he got. Right. That's what I don't agree with. Personal goals, yes. What I want for myself for this week, this month, this year, right. that makes sense to right. me. Not to match the man that I want. Right. It's like saying, oh, let me go ahead and secure this this bag because you know this type of man won't want me if I'm not and guess what these be the same type of niggas that cheat on you that think they got so much money that they can do whatever the fuck they want to do and guess what your money don't matter (laughs) at the end of the day your coins don't matter it's about the drive it's about having ambition it's about having real potential like I said Real potential, not made up potential. I talked about that in another show. Not made up potential, real potential. And I, I get it that, you know, you know, if you've been searching for a man, some people really do get tired of being single. If you've been single, you know, I have a friend that's been single five or six years, and now she's at the point where she's just like, I'm ready to date, and I'm ready to get out there, but these niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. So don't be so caught up in, you know, looking or building that that man resume because let me tell you you gonna have to do a whole lot of sacrificing out here to be happy in a relationship mm-hmm. a whole lot yeah of sacrificing that's what i'm saying it's just 
how much look are you at somebody you like the list once you find somebody and you realize you got to sacrifice right look at somebody like YFN Lucci and Regina he got money mm-hmm. he's securing his bag he's successful he good looking all that and what is he a dog dirty dirty dog I mean in every sense of the word okay <laughs> and She's a, a successful woman because of, you know, her circumstances or whatever. But she's not looking for a nigga for nothing. And look what she still put up with. Right. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, dummy. Uh. <laughs> all in all, if you want to make the list, I would love to know. Show me a success story from the list. Yeah, that's what I want. But I guess it's, it's she doing this because... She has a man now, so she figured people are going to go for that bullshit. Because she's been looking for a man for a long time. Yeah. She said that she manifested this man. So, if it worked out for you, great for you. Um, Be Simone. However, it's all good in the beginning. Okay. (laughs) It's always good till it ain't. (laughs) So, for all these women that you're getting to do these lists, I would love to know how successful they will be. It's like me listening to Steve Harvey. At this point, you can't <laughs> give me any advice, okay? But he's married. Mm-hmm. Like five times. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your advice no more, okay? Uncle Steve, you keep your advice for the family events, okay? But I say get yourself together and focus on your own personal goals and growth and love will find your ass later i think so and also don't be afraid to i'm not gonna say lower your standards or anything like that but you know she's talked about how you know she can't date a nine to five man and stuff like that just don't be so caught up on what these celebrities is talking about they lifestyle ain't your lifestyle baby true but (laughs) but she said that her explanation to that was that um, people that work a nine to five don't understand her schedule and stuff like that because she doesn't have a nine to five. She doesn't have a time where she clocks out. Right. She has to travel. She has to work crazy hours depending on right. what she has going on. And a person that works a nine to five just doesn't understand. Right. That makes sense. And I get it, you know. But then, you know, you think about think about all these women who sacrifice, who have firefighters and shit as husbands. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing the same or predictable about their schedule at all. And these women make it through. These military wives that husbands get sent over on tour and shit, they make it the fuck through. So, if somebody really fuck with you and you really love them and X, Y, and Z, it don't, it don't, I mean, it takes a player to know a player, but you don't have to be in my same line of work to appreciate how hard I work and you know, I'm trying to reach the next level and, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. Even a motherfucker studying for their PhD ain't got time for nobody. They working long hours and all of that. That's life. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, bye. I'm glad you secured the bag or whatever, but, you know, just make sure that, you know, the words that are coming out of your mouth, that you're living by them, and you're not just, you know, spewing a bunch of nonsense out there because, unfortunately, there are women who really listen to you. Right. Unfortunately. I would love to hear y'all's comments about um, that conversation in general. It's an age-old conversation, but I'm open to all perspectives on it. Because, you know, I'm going to say what I got to say, and that's just going to be that on that. You feel me? 
Amber going to say what she got to say, and that's just that on that. But I do want to hear some feedback from y'all. I was thinking about starting a discussion board soon, but I don't really know nothing about that. So, you know, I'm going to look into that and see what I can do for y'all. But I do want to hear suggestions for other topics that we should talk about. Um, Like I said, send me some advice shit, some questions, whatever. You need to make sure that you're following us on Instagram. That's Queen BT Podcast. Queen, the letter B, T-E-A Podcast. It's the same in the email, queenbtpodcast at gmail.com. My inbox is always open. DMs always open. Y'all come talk to us, okay? Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. I don't. Sorry. Oh. Right. Amber, you don't even answer the phone. Oh, oh, wow. That's definitely you. Y'all, Bianca does not answer the phone for shit. She always talking about it's dead. It's on the charger. No, for real. Then want to get on Facebook and tell people that they don't contact her. My friends don't. I got DM'd. I got phone calls. Motherfuckers was like, bitch, where? Like, you, you mean, stood why would you lie like that? <laughs> why would you sit up here and lie? Maybe I was in my feelings, okay? Making up bullshit. People, Y'all were, like, people were like, bitch, really? Like, in their Beyond feelings. Beyonce been doing this since we was kids. She just <laughs> gets bored and wants attention. Don't entertain Yeah, it's the middle child syndrome in me. And I'm the opposite. Like, I, I purposely put my phone on silent because I don't want you calling me. Can you text it? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's it. That's all. Anyways, wrapping up the episode, of course, y'all know, I always, okay, it's a business, but, you know, like, doesn't have to always be an exact, like, business kind of platform. I'm always here to put anybody on. So, this week, y'all, before I get into the business, I'ma just, no, you know what? Okay, boom, I'm gonna get into the business first. Okay, so this week is my sister-in-law, Des Shanks. Desiree Shanks has glowed by Desiree. She's a um beginning esthetician. She's still in training, still learning, but she's really, really good. Y'all, your girl got her first Brazilian wax the other day. I wish I was dead. Bitch, I was the 40-year-old version, bitch. Like, ha, shit, motherfucker, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Bianca is so dramatic. No. I wish I would have been there to see it. Ever. Bianca acts so dramatic off the smallest thing. Ever. So I would have paid to be there. No, it was intense. First of all, my palms were sweaty. Okay, bitch, my palms were sweating. It literally felt like my coochie lip was came off <laughs> with the fucking wax, bitch. I was like, oh my god. I mean, oh my god. I know she was laughing at you. She was dying, and I was just like, oh my god, okay. You had to like hold it. Oh my god. Tell me when you're ready. Okay. Count. And I was I was taking a deep breath. Nobody got time for that. She She did. She ripped my shit off. She counted. I was like, Get through that. That whole middle area where the poochie is actually resides. <laughs> the 
I didn't care about that. That was fine. That was okay. quick. That was easy. But Bianca has been against getting a wax for oh, so long. I'm happy you did it. Was it worth it? How did you it was it? sore after. Oh, really? It was like sore. It, like, it gets easier after that. So that the good thing is the first time is the worst. My heart is literally racing even thinking <laughs> about it. Like literally, oh my God. It was so intense. Like literally, I couldn't even like hold my skin because my palms were so sweaty. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but she did an amazing job. Shout out to you, Des. I really like the results, of What's course. The page? Um Desiree's page is Glow by Desiree. G L O W B Y Desiree. Z E S I R E E. Okay. So make sure to hit her up because she all has like a lot of like deals and stuff sometimes because you know she's still in training and everything, learning, all that good stuff. But I told her that I would be back, okay? Um, I don't really care whether or not I have hair down there, you know, a little, you know, trim, you know, whatever. I'll be cool with that, too, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to get, you know, serviced either way, okay? I'm just saying. But I understand, you know, the allure of the baby ball slick back. I, I but you don't have to do a slick back just because you get a whack. You could have left the triangle or something. Yeah, patch, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, call me Patches, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> we also want to know from men if you prefer hair down there or bald. What's yeah. your preference? What's your preference? Because I hear mixed reviews, you know, and I want to know. You know, I think more women getting waxes for themselves. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's 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 intense, y'all. <laughs> it is intense. So but you I'm, gotta do it. I'm I got through it. Gonna do it. Oh my gosh! I'm glad that I did it. Once I was halfway through, I was like, Oh my god! I'm fully committed. I'm in it to win it now. <laughs> I have no freaking choice. Oh my god! But it was a good experience, and um. Yeah, I guess, like I said, I guess I'll be back. And my girl really liked the look of it all. And, uh, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, she said that she she really enjoyed the look. And, you know, me, I, like I said, I don't give a right ass either. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, hit her up. Amber, anything you'd like to say? Um, no, you know, I always say, come and see me. Butt lift, snatching your stomach. I do back face. You got double chin, y'all. Cause spring, listen, spring is gonna come. Yep, it's gonna be here, and a lot of people not ready. Everybody yep. talk about this quarantine fifteen. A lot of people told me they've gained at least twenty pounds in quarantine. Yep, come get some. Um, it's also considered smart lipo. It does not hurt, so it's pain free, no downtime. So I can get rid of your fat cells, so you can be ready for the spring. Snatch, snatch, clink, clink. Yes, because I'm getting ready. So, listen, if you're not ready, look, don't hate on me. When you see me on Instagram, just double tap and keep it moving because (laughs) y'all behind and you need to start your sessions now. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm going to be looking, you know, pleasantly plump either way, but I understand, you know, getting Uh, slim and trim, you know. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to do better, y'all. Y'all, hit us up. Talk to us. We love y'all a long time. Bye. Bye.